0: You're listening to Selfish. Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Ali Hembree-Martin. Kat Tramargo is a transformational spiritual leader and a sex and relationship expert. She gives such a fresh perspective on relating to others and how to shift your thoughts and emotions to create the desired results. Kat, thank you so much for talking with me today.
1: Thank you for having me here, Allie. I'm super excited.
0: So first, tell us about yourself.
1: That is such a broad question, (laughs) Um, but let me... Let me start by saying, I, I mean, I've always struggled to fit into a box, even in describing what I do in terms mm-hmm. of, of my business and, and teaching. So I, I see myself as a spiritual teacher. I'm a spiritual teacher. I teach on different aspects of non-physical um, in terms of understanding our emotions, understanding our inner world, understanding how that is co-creating our physical experience moment to moment. Um, but but I mean, truthfully, I always grew up knowing that there was so much more to this reality than what I was being told and that what people were talking about. And it was like this deep spiritual wisdom that lived inside of me. Um, so that's very much like the basis of what I teach now as I, over the years, consciously awoke to that within myself it's now the basis of everything that, everything that I teach.
0: So I was able to dive into your book um, recently. And um, I would love for you to share with us what led you to want to share your story. What led you to want to write this book?
1: Yeah, so my first book, Self-Approved, it was when i hit what i call my my i now call it my rock bottom and it was after 10 years of of heavy heavy drug and alcohol abuse um and that was a symptom i mean that was a manifestation of not understanding who i was and just feeling so so trapped in this world and and feeling so limited and so confined and after 10 years of drug and alcohol abuse i I was in a relationship with a partner who was addicted to prescription opioids and our relationship, while there was a deep, deep soul connection, it was also very tumultuous. It was very um it was very turbulent in dealing with his addiction. And in the ending, I mean I share this whole journey in my book. So if anyone wants to to read the whole story, it's more in depth that I could go into in in even just an hour podcast but my life started to revolve around trying to help him get better and trying to get him into rehab trying to get him off opioids and all of that kind of came crashing down after we had intervention the international television show involved and we started filming we were accepted onto the show he was going to go to rehab and he pulled the plug on on everything and walked away from the show, um, and that for me was really my breaking point in the relationship. And I left, but I was when I left, I was using drugs. Like I mean, to deal with the breakup, like I was going out and getting so drunk and so high every single night in an effort to just to cope with what I was feeling emotionally, and that was really that was my wake up call. That was my really like figuratively and literally looking in the mirror and going, how are you trying to help someone when look at you? It was Mm -hmm. like this moment of truth of I needed to work on myself. I needed to get clear about who I am. I needed to ask some deeper questions about myself and about my life. And that kind of started my journey of consciously spiritually awakening and really, um, really diving deep into actualizing who I am, like who I am in this lifetime. And he did end up passing away. And that sent me deeper and further into my journey. It became my fuel to live my purpose to live my truth to share my story, to share our story, to share the spiritual teachings that came from that. But when I wrote the book, I mean, that's what it was, but it was a deep soul call. I just knew it was like something beyond me was like, I I just had this sense of inner knowing of this is my life path is going to be sharing my life story And sharing these spiritual teachings and principles and helping people understand like who we really are as beings here on the planet during this time. And, and so it wasn't, I mean, it really didn't feel so much like a conscious choice as it did um, a calling, an inner calling and a soul truth and a knowing. And since then has just been a continual unfolding of asking deep questions every single day of like, what is my highest calling? How do I be the highest expression of truth of love? today in my work, in my business and how I show up in the world and how I, i be a teacher. But um, and I speak about this in the book. I mean, we all come onto the planet with a soul blueprint, right? We come, come here with specific intentions and our job is to self inquire and self actualize what that soul calling is, what that seed of greatness, that seed of potential is that lives inside of us. And I, take people through a process to start discovering that within themselves in the book so i share my own journey but then i also share like this is how you tap into to your soul to what your soul is trying to live through you in this lifetime well i mean
0: to your point that book is very captivating i mean it hooks you from the very beginning so um, I back you up on um, others needing to dive into that to to get the full picture. Mm-hmm. But you are now a certified sex and relationship educator and coach. Correct. So why do you think sex and relationship is such a difficult topic for
1: many to talk about? That's a great question. And, and I I believe that it just comes from societal conditioning. Like, we are born as sex being very natural to us like this is how i describe it ali is is sexual energy is life force energy it's literally the energy of how we all got to be in a physical body living on the physical earth and so it's actually like quite fucked up to me that that is shamed or that is hard for people to acknowledge and talk about and yet that was part of my journey as well as going through that of, of internalizing shame and guilt or, and not knowing how to be in relationship, not knowing how to communicate my feelings, how to communicate my needs, my desires, and just being and feeling so disconnected from myself. So that was a journey back home to true sexual self that I had to take. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate about teaching it. But I think it fully just comes from like brainwashing truthfully, like we're brainwashed into believing that this part of ourselves and this part of our lives is shameful and wrong in some way. When we really dive in deeper, it's like, how can it be? Like, how can there be anything wrong with the expression of life, which is how we got to be here on the planet? Like, that's messed up. When you actually start diving into it, it's like, that's messed up. But we've been so brainwashed to believe that, that a lot of people are carrying that internalization without realizing that it's controlling their life and without realizing that it is running the show in their, even in their relationships, even if they're well-meaning and love their partner. It's like these, these brainwashed fear grids around sex, um, and intimacy, are running the show. And we have Mm. that's where we have to dive in and do the reprogramming work internally. So that so that you can live that that part of your life fully expressed, Um, which I truthfully don't believe that any and this might be bold to say, but I truly believe it is that No person can be living in their full expression until they know themselves sexually because it is a natural part of who we are. And if we're ignoring it, if we're abandoning it, if we're not paying attention to it, it's literally ignoring a part that is inherent to to who we are as beings.
0: Wow. Well, and coupled with that, you shared that you are a teacher of the non-physical. So explain Mm -hmm. to us what that means.
1: Yeah, so that ties back into what I was saying at the beginning. I mean, from a higher perspective, from a a soul perspective, I know that my soul incarnated here to be a teacher of truths, of spiritual truths and energetic laws and energetic truths that most people have forgotten. And so what that means is, is it's understanding that each and every one of us is a multi dimensional being, meaning we are not just our physical body, we are consciousness and our consciousness exists on multiple levels of reality simultaneously. And I mean, the simplest way to understand this for anyone who might be listening, that's like, that sounds really out there. And I don't really understand what you're talking about. The easiest, like the most simplistic way to understand this is if Like literally, if you think when you're in a conversation with someone, right? So you're in a conversation with someone or you're even just driving down the road, driving to work, there's your physical body moving through time and space, right? But there's also a whole internal world going on in any given moment. So you can be in a conversation with someone and thinking like, I love you so much and you can be embodied in that energy inside of yourself or you can be communicating with someone and be thinking you can be speaking words that are not in alignment with what you're actually feeling right and so that's even in that respect it's like we're not just physical beings moving through time and space we have a whole inner world going on and our inner world is our access to multi uh, levels of consciousness but again the most simplistic way to explain that is just to think like you can be in a conversation and saying certain words but thinking something different it's like well your your body is doing one thing but your mind your consciousness is doing something different you're mm-hmm. in two different levels of consciousness at the same time so that's like the most easy way for someone who's new to this understanding to to get that but when i say i'm a teacher of that yeah i teach i teach spiritual truths that are more internally understood than just the physical world reality wow so
0: turning towards the relationship educator and coach Mm -hmm. share with us what is usually the root of most relationship problems or failures
1: i don't believe in relationship failures um I don't believe in relationship failures at all. Every relationship is eternal and every relationship serves a purpose for our own growth and development. And so that's a kind of a made up concept that a relationship can be a failure. Like who's to say a relationship that Is a month long is any more of a failure than a relationship that's 10 or 12 years long. Like that's a, it's a made up human concept that a successful relationship has to last a lifetime or for Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time and fit into a certain container. So I approach it as, Every relationship is an opportunity for growth and every relationship is is an opportunity to understand ourselves in a deeper capacity. Yes, I don't I don't believe in relationship failure. I I mean, I guess if I were to to me, any kind of failure in a relationship would be if you don't learn from it, right? Mm. Like if you're not actually using the relationship for your own evolution and growth as a human being and as a soul, that would be failure. But in terms of like the way that we culturally are conditioned to look at it, I don't I don't believe that. And I believe that that can really damage people to to take on that framework. You know, if you go through a divorce and internalize that as I have somehow failed in this relationship, um, that can be very, very damaging to a person. But what we do want to look at is what are you, how are you using that and the dynamics that showed up in that relationship to grow and evolve. So for example, if if we're in the ending of a relationship or the what I call like the dismantling of a relationship and blaming the other person for quote unquote what has gone wrong or what wasn't ideal, like. To me that that would be a failed relationship. It's like, well, you're not actually looking at what your own opportunity for growth is. Um so we always have to look at like what did this trigger in me for my own evolution and growth. And so that can be a successful relationship if it's a week long or if it's 10 or 20 years long or a whole if you are with the same partner your whole entire life. But we have to change like the framework of how we Um, Of how we approach relating with one another.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that.
1: You're so welcome.
0: So when you're working with clients, I'm just curious. I don't know if there's one thing that stands out in your mind, but I'm just curious if there's a common tactic that you encourage your clients that maybe the listeners could go and maybe analyze in their own relationships.
1: Yeah. So anytime in relationship, you always want to look at what is this triggering within me so that's the work and that's being in a conscious relationship so for example if something within your partner upsets you or something happens within the relationship that upsets you that's what we want to look at is is what is the internal trigger what is this causing within me So it might be a feeling of sadness, it might be a feeling of rage, it might be a feeling of I don't matter, right? Like I'm unworthy, I don't matter. It might be feelings of jealousy. So we want to look at what situations within the relationship are triggering a response within the individual And that's where we get to look at the opportunity for growth and for healing. It might be healing a story, a childhood wound, something that happened in the past so that that person can return home to love and return home to truth and to discover who they are in a deeper way. So that's always the way that I approach relationships. It's always about what is, being, what is being triggered inside of you. And I, I truly believe that relationships get to be a, a, an incubator of love and of truth. But if we're operating in triggers, if we're operating in those lower frequency emotions or those stories from the past, then the relationship is not that. Um, so a lot of people are just kind of going through the motions of a relationship because it's what they were told to do by their parents, by society, you know, get married, have kids, go through this chronological timeline, um, and they're not really conscious to, to what they're actually doing and to what the intention is within the relationship, or then there's people who are, it's trigger city, right? It's, it's, it's a lot of emotional triggers, a lot of emotional wounds that come up, a lot of pains, a lot of hurts. And that can show up as, as tons of projections within the relationship or blaming your partner. So that's where we look at the opportunity for healing and growth. And then a truly conscious relationship is where both partners are, are aware of who they are and learn how to communicate consciously and learn how to communicate their own fears, their own triggers, their own wounds, and learn how to to come from an energy and a space of of love and truth. So that's really what I teach people how to do is how to have that level of self awareness within their own emotions and within their own the, like internal world. And then how to approach relationship from that place and communicate with another person from that place and and to become aware of what might be happening in another person as well in their internal world
0: well speaking of self-awareness similar to that um, this show selfish is all about breaking that stigma of self-care being a selfish act in the negative sense and Mm -hmm. looking at ways that we can focus on ourselves to help those around us along with ourselves. So I'm curious about you, Kat. What are your favorite ways to
1: be selfish? Mm. Yeah, it's such an interesting perspective. Um, My favorite ways to be selfish – I feel like, in a sense, my whole life is selfish. <laughs> um, and because because it's about me living my truth. It's mm. about me living my self-expression. It's about me living what feels authentic to me. And so I don't put a lot of separation, I guess, between that and being of service to other people, because like being of service to other people, is a natural extension of me being in my self-expression. Yes. And I find it. yeah, like, sometimes people try and separate the two. It's like, but, but for me, they kind of, it's like one extends into the other. So for me, it's more about always being clear on, like, what do I desire? Like, what do I want? What do I desire? And coming home to that, truth like that would be the biggest way in which I'm selfish and that would I mean that shows up in in my business in romantic relationships in friendships and and just being very clear on like what is my true desire if I'm not allowing someone else's idea of who I should be sway me into something like what feels true and authentic for me and and expressing that Um, without the fear of upsetting someone. Well, I mean, sometimes the fear of upsetting someone is there, but still honoring it even when that fear is there. I feel that that would be like kind of my interpretation of that and how it shows up in my personal life.
0: Is there anything you wish
1: you could be doing more? Ooh, I wish I could be doing more. Mm. All the things. (laughs) I'm such a like, Let's live life like i sometimes I wish I could be in a hundred places at once, um traveling um I'm actually in the process of like calling in my uh next relationship, like I've been on different journeys in the last uh, last year or two with relationships and sexual exploration, and so like right now, I'm really desiring to call in that what I I call my king, like I haven't met him yet, but I'm like, I'm ready to call in my king. Mm. And I would be desiring to have more like soul connected sexual experiences with that person. I've had a lot of like really, really soul expanding, beautiful, beautiful sexual relationships, but I'm really looking to call in that um, conscious person to do life with and that understands relationships and understands intimacy in the way that I understand it and that we can can create something beautiful together so that would be yeah like really really like spiritual epic sexual interactions that's, that's what I'd be doing more yeah. of excited for you yeah thank you
0: so thinking about what's next for you whether it be next week next month or next year What's next for Kat?
1: Um, I have a book that I, a second book that I have written called Align, Master the Art of Following Your Highest Calling and Manifesting Your Dreams. And it's been, the manuscript has been sitting on my laptop for like close to a year. And what's next for me is birthing that into the world. Uh, I had to go through a bit of an incubation period before it was ready um the interesting thing about being an author and being a teacher is very much it's like the material comes through to to teach and to share but then it's almost like at the same time as the teacher as the author i have to go through like a an evolution process and an integration process of what i'm actually teaching and so that's that's been like the journey that i've been on this last year after having written that it was almost like I wrote it was almost like I wrote it for myself. And then Mm. I integrated all the teachings that like my higher self channeled through me. And now it's time to to share that with the world and to, uh, to publish it and and have other people be able to learn from this wealth of knowledge, to be able to live more fulfilling lives. So that's like the biggest thing on my on my heart and my mind currently for what's next.
0: I'm so excited for you, Kat. Like you have so much on the horizon and you're such an interesting and fascinating person. I mean, I, I gained that from just the first chapter of your book, but um, being able to talk to you is just um, just made me so uh, fascinated to read your next book. So thank you for talking with me today and um, we will keep
1: our eye on you. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, and there's just one last thing that I would love to say and it's sure. that I, I believe that we're here to be ourselves, you know, and like, I share my journey so openly and authentically in my book, at which was like, caused a little almost a bit of problems in my family, even initially, but I truly believe that like, each and every one of us, like, we're here to be us, like, we're here to express what is inside of us to express. And so when you say, like, you find me interesting, it's like, I think that that's all I do. Like I really truthfully just show up authentically every Mm. single day and am always seeking like what the deeper truth of that is. And I believe that that is each and every one of our purpose on this life is to find the most truthful, authentic place inside of us and, and live and be from that place. So, um, so, thank you for that. And it's been such a pleasure to be here and chat with you and get to, um, to, to share my own journey and to share these teachings with your audience. Like
0: what you just heard? Visit us at selfishthepodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.